part of the doghouse, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Stay tuned. Ballin out, ballin out, ballin out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out Super. Super. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Hey, everybody. I endorse Emmanuel Macron. And Alex Patak. I have adult attention deficit disorder. Let's do a podcast. And joining us this week, very special guest, Damian Holmes. Oh, I endorse Emmanuel Macron. Yes. <laughs> Run me like a startup, French daddy. <laughs> How are you doing today, Damian? Oh. Thank you so much for, for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. This is... For the listener at home, uh, it has been a chaotic week uh, here in the anime room. Mac Miller died. Mac Miller died, and mm. we have been so torn up about <laughs> it <laughs> that Alex and I both uh, agreed to book Damien this week and then forgot to book Damien this week. We assumed the other one would do it while we cried separately in <sighs> our own houses. He's the one who has the, the eye tattoos, right? Hat. No, no he does uh, I Love College. No, that's Asher, Asher Roth. I think he does like Good Kid Mad City. No, that's Macklemore. <laughs> 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 Anyway, uh, one of the greats, and now he's gone. Heroin. Rest not, in peace. Not even once. Bless up. Mm. For a real one. For a re- uh, This Miller. podcast may have fun sometimes, but there's one thing we don't joke around about, and that's the sweet release of black tar heroin. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing with fire. Fire in your veins. Don't do it. Uh, Okay, so Damien, we like to start off the podcast by talking to our guest about your experience with anime and Dragon Ball, and I know, Mm -hmm. uh, having talked to you before IRL, you are an anime fan, so let's start start broad with anime. Tell us about your anime experience. Uh, Yeah, I guess I probably started, like everyone else as a kid, probably with Dragon Ball Z, Mm -hmm. you know? Good foundation there. Yeah, good foundation. Toonami, you guys remember the... Tsunami? It's ringing a bell. <laughs> it's come. It's come up before. Have you heard of it? Um, <laughs> then you know I would do the whole uh, block, the uh, Dragon Ball, Yu Hakusho, Rurouni Kenshin, Gundam, or something. Where do you find the time? Oh, I as a kid, yeah, I just refused to do homework. Burn the mm. five to seven my, p.m. oil until I got my tsunami. Like, how do you get my tsunami in? But so you you grew beyond the tsunami block. Yeah. Well, I probably. I, I mean, we're looking at a big boy here. Oh man, it Damien is a tall drink of water. <laughs> uh, he, yeah. he did a lot of growing watching this anime. Uh huh. But then in high school, I just sort of started stumbling back into uh, like Naruto and stuff because uh-huh. I was like, oh, this seems kind of cool. But it was like at that point, I think it was still lame to like anime at that point were these were the people who thought anime was lame did they know that naruto could turn into a sexy girl and Ugh. then uh make you bleed from your nose and wait then you fly a, backwards? wait a tick 
Mm-hmm. Naruto oh. can turn into a sexy girl. Yes, and he does it all the time. You don't know sexy no jutsu. Sexy no jutsu. No. Yeah, oh. and he, I never watched. He's Naruto. got like pigtails, and he's mm-hmm. like giving you a a the wink. Like yeah. I could do whatever you want. Wait, so is it like a? It's like a like a Ranma type of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's a technique he has, yeah. and because he masters like shape shifting. No, because Ranma just has a curse placed upon him. Naruto is a shape-shifting ninja who makes copies of himself, and sometimes they're all sexy ladies. And you're like, huh, mm-hmm. "Where am? Where's this anime in heaven?" <laughs> <laughs> he explodes it, into a cloud of smoke, and the smoke obviously covers up. The all, smoke like, the, would cover your breasts, just oh, yeah. like in real life. Snatch, yeah, yeah. Of course. but you can uh-huh. tell because of, that's how magnets work. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that's that's <laughs> basic cloud science. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I feel like if more people knew that, then maybe they'd open their mind a little bit. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. Um, It's for cool kids. Hell, yeah. Who like sexy ladies. Yeah, sexually active children. (laughs) 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 We're staying away from pedophilia this week. There's too much last week. Oh. So we get into Naruto, and then where, where do we go from there? After that, then it's like a... Started doing like bleach and then just kind of whatever I could find because it wasn't easily available on the internet yet. So I was doing like Death Note, but you still had to like find it, yeah, kind of a thing. I had a sweet hookup through uh, I think it was like narutofansubs.com, mm-hmm. circa 2003 to five. <laughs> that was had... not a dot com, <laughs> it was a com www.narutosubs. They had all the mangas, <laughs> it, it was like a monthly subscription of like a dollar or something. And uh-huh. I watched maybe like hundreds of hours of anime on it because they had all the bleach they had naruto and then they had like the football anime if it was like hey you just giving up on real football (laughs) fucking we got something for you you weeb yeah old captain sebulba yeah (laughs) sebulba he always wins (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea why you called him Captain Sebulba. <laughs> well, it's a Sabuba, right? Something like that. The, the oh, soccer yeah. one. No, uh, I'm talking about the football one. There's a football one, too? Yeah, it's like blind something. What? And now you understand why I'm confused about the Sebulba comment. Oh, what is man. It? Sabuba? I don't know. Whatever. This is going to Yeah, it's really unimportant. The, I remember I had to get... Uh, I had a friend who would like spend all night downloading anime uh-huh. just like because it was like that was when torrenting was huge uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. um that was like the only way to get stuff and then he would like burn them on cds and then like deal them in the library <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he would, like he would like subtly be, you have to like meet him in the library after school he's like i got i got your bleach you bring co- <laughs> i'm like thank you no oh. cops i have the latest season of tenji muya <laughs> yeah, have yeah. i ever talked on the podcast before about uh my small business as a child selling drawings of pokemon i didn't think you had what it took to form, be an entrepreneur jeremy no i was a i was a big old preneur oh so you've already just crested that ridge tell me all about it uh so when i was a kid and and pokemon was first breaking it was like fifth grade and like everybody was like <laughs> breaking <super>. charmander <laughs> on the streets breaking the news. <laughs> is your child water type <laughs> uh so yeah so it was just starting to pop in the states and everybody was super into it and i was the only kid in my school who could draw and so mm-hmm. I would draw pictures of Pokemon, I would color them in, I'd do like a whole 
like really nice little drawing of them. I would cut them out paper doll style, and oh, then yeah. I would sell them to kids based on like their rarity and like their evolved <laughs> status and stuff. And I had a good business going for a while, man. I was fucking king of the uh, the nearby bodega. Oh yeah, buying all Ooh. kinds of candy bars <laughs> with my fucking dirty Pokemon money. <laughs> Tell me you had Bodega. a throne room. The throne room was the corner of my uh, elementary school field that was adjacent to the corner of the field where all the kids beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked about the child fight club. Happy yes. Club. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so I Damon. didn't know you were making paper on the side, Ooh. paper doll style. When I make love to my wife, it's only paper doll style. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Damien, we're talking about anime. We're talking about your experience. You're in high school. You're watching Naruto. Oh, friends yeah. downloading stuff, dealing it in the library. Yeah, where do we go from there? Then I. That's kind of when I just just went all in and just found as much as I could. And then in college, I just was just kind of watching it. What but, are some of your faves? My faves. Uh, Shout out shows stuff you know maybe people sh- could turn their eyes to the good folks at home. Boom. Uh, uh, Psychopaths. Psychopath rules. Psychopath is awesome. Did you like season two? I liked season two. Season two's not bad. Season one I thought was much better, but uh, yeah. you know, it's a whole lot of fun. And there's a movie. I never saw it. The movie's good. There's a movie yeah. where they talk in broken English in the Japanese version, and it's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what is the premise of Psychopaths? Um, it's like a dystopian future where uh, everyone's like um, mental... Health status or something is monitored by like a the compu- cops. Yeah, by the cops. <laughs> so if you're like a psychopath, like rating goes above like a certain meter, like the cameras will pick you up and you get like arrested and put into a facility. Or if it's too high and you're deemed like uh, not worthy of therapy anymore, yeah. they just shoot you with a gun that if makes you, you explode. If you're Jesus. a raging ex girlfriend level, they they blow you up. <laughs> they just blow you up. <laughs> It's so good, though. It's like 1984 cops. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they have a gun that shapeshifts, and it, normally it can't shoot anyone, and it just reads your like IQ <laughs> level on the front of the thing. And then some guy, there's a terrorist who finds a way to beat the system, and he's mm-hmm. like blowing stuff up and killing people, but it, yeah. he reads as sane. And so you're like, what does yeah, this yeah. mean? What is this? It- Trump's America? <laughs> huh? <laughs> this sounds just like Bacito Mussolini. Yeah, yeah. Bacito Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, Psychopaths is great. If you haven't seen that. Uh, it really makes you reconsider terrorism and yeah. if it's cool. <laughs> oh, another show about terrorism. C- Code Geese? Lelouch of the Geese. Rebellion? Well, that's a boob-based show. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a breast-driven action. Yeah. I haven't seen it. That's just all I know about it. There's, um, there's some boobs for sure. And it's like mechs and terrorism. Do the mechs have boobs? The mechs don't have boobs. Why do mechs never have boobs? They're very sharp. Uh, They did in Evangelion. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, I I rescind my point. Um, I bet Code Guys could be good. It just seemed like everyone who was trying to sell me on it, I remember at the time, was like in it for the boobs, and they're like, you'll love it because of the fucking tits. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's like... There's actually... It's actually... I don't know, I like it. Uh, it's kind of like if Death Note was a mech show, right. almost. You just like it for the articles? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it for the political piece. <laughs> do these boobs represent terrorism? <laughs> and uh, yes, they do. 
Okay, so let's uh, let's circle back. Let's go into Dragon Ball more mm. specifically. Then, yeah, what is your experience with Dragon Ball? What the dragon? What the dragon? <laughs> what the dra- <laughs> dragon Ball Z. Uh, I I mean, I watch it every day uh, when on TV, and I would be so upset when they did the thing on uh, the Cartoon Network where it get to the point right where Goku shows up on Namek and he's just beats Raccoon and then it resets the, resets whole, show. the whole show. Which is such a weird yeah, place yeah. to have reset. I know. Because you know? right. at the end of the Saiyan <laughs> yeah. saga, you reset, you're like, whatever, that's the end of the arc. Like, the fact that they reset after he beats Raccoon. Yeah, yeah. It's right when it's about to get going. And they're like, all right, back to the beginning. Back to farmer with gun. (laughs) It's the model of like how to most upset your fan base (laughs) of any way you could possibly be airing show. (laughs) And every every time I see it, I'm like, all right, well, I'll check back in in four months, and hopefully, (laughs) hopefully they. air the new episode. I had no idea of knowing when they would put the new ones on. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. tell you or anything. They should just <laughs> have put on a different show after the arc yeah, ends, they maybe. They still don't tell us. I have no idea if the Dragon Ball Super dub is just going straight through or if it's going to stop at some point. There's they nothing better on really? There's <laughs> no excuse for them to do that. I refuse to watch. Yeah, it's already all there. I refuse so to like, watch Frieza Z again or whatever. <laughs> what would be the worst place that they could have reset Dragon Ball Z? Oh man. Like what what do you think is like theoretically in 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 the world where this happens like what is the worst possible plot place that they could have right, right before the cell games? It? Right after Frieza kills uh the first of Bobbity's henchmen in the in the, <laughs> in the spaceship. And that guy, Vegeta just punches him to death and they're like, All right, back to <laughs> back to Rad. <laughs> You're like, why now? <laughs> they did reset it after Vegeta blows himself up, but yeah, it's so like, okay. damn, I do need time to think this over. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Teary-eyed young Damien. Every Sometimes time. you have to karate chop your son in the neck just hard enough so he goes unconscious. And then you do it to his friend, and you're like, it's okay because my heart's in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking of the, the Dragon Ball Z episode that we watched for the Christmas special last year that ends with Future Trunks uh, doing the Macarena and blasting Frieza and cutting him in half and all that shit. Mm-hmm. That's he, so like, cool! hasn't quite killed him yet because the next episode opens with him fully killing him. Right, oh. and there's King Cold in it too, and he's yeah. like, oh, now you're going to fight King Cold. But the thing is, before that, in America at least, for an American audience, we've never seen the Macarena weaponized like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's very exciting. It's it a, a huge moment. It was our 9-11 in some ways. <laughs> really changed the culture. <laughs> it's usually a festival of joy. <laughs> uh, so what about Super? Because you're like one of the rare people we have on the show who like is a genuine weeb who like oh, actually yeah, yeah. like watches a lot of anime. Did you ever get into Super? Yo, I've seen the whole thing. Hey. You seen the whole thing? Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. trying not to give us spoilers the entire time we were oh, watching. Oh, so you yeah, knew yeah, yeah. about the sexy foxes that oh, we were about oh, to see? Oh, I love the fine basil and. <laughs> Boat to mow or whatever the other one. Is. What no, are they? Are they all like herbs? Is that what it's going to be? Yeah, I think I forget what the. Other Not one to is. sound like a West Coast podcast, but uh, those are a bunch of herbs. <laughs> <laughs> this is my brother, Dillweed. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I know the whole cast of characters from all the universes. What are the, what are the clowns going to be? Are they like Violent J and Shaggy Two Do? Oh, clown universe! You got to actually watch out for Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> universe Eleven. It's Man, the, it's clown universe. It's clown universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, a bit like ours, but 
uh, twisted. Is they, Goku ever going to call them honkies? Uh, no, <laughs> but this is not a spoiler, but, uh, I mean, it's kind of a spoiler, but it's not really that big, is Universe 11 has their own, like, Power Rangers or whatever. Whoa! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah! Yes! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Just like clowns. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, okay. It's so. a DSA universe because it's a big tent. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I mean, Super is so up and down. Yeah. But it, fucking tell me about yeah, it. Yeah. There are some good arcs. There are some good arcs that end terribly. There are just. Um, I will say the turn of power, though, is once it gets going, is really cool. And that's does, what basically everybody has told us at this point. And it goes yeah, till yes. the end of the show, pretty much, right? Yeah, it, it takes up to the end. All yeah. right, so we're past all the bad parts. Wow, we're in the we're in the end game. Well, we put yeah. in the work for this. We we're, deserve good episodes of Dragon Ball. We're in the Derek Jensen <laughs> end game here. <laughs> well, you got some time before like officially starts. Yeah, because this is like half of the show is just this yeah. arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I could just watch the Zeno Expo for a while. <laughs> that could be fun for me. <laughs> How much of this could there possibly be? Well, you know, the, uh, they have to assemble the team. Mm. And so there's like some some drama. And then once they assemble the team, they have to train for a little bit. They're going to have to look for TN. <laughs> yeah, they got to find TN who's on a mountain somewhere. Uh, yeah, he still sucks at fighting yeah. some more. They're like, we want you back in the team. Bring your mime friend. Third eye, it's cool. (laughs) The one thing I do love about Super is that Yamcha is just like officially retired. He like like, never even tries to to fight. Okay, the the folks at home will know this: that I am a huge Yamcha stan. Uh, I am a big old Yamcha boy. I love him. I wish I'm. I'm very sad he's not going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's um. Well, he's not even in the earlier one. Like he doesn't even show up to fight. Frieza, does he? He's not Dragon Ball Z. He's there, but he... uh, The last time we really saw him was the baseball episode. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one he should be in. He is a professional baseball player. It makes a lot of sense. It would be really funny, though, if they did not call him baseball game. Well, they did taunt his death. I felt like that was... They did a good job that time. Um, Okay, Katie, take us into the episode. (laughs) It's me, Knees for Hands Johnson, and I had a hard time grasping what I'm supposed to be doing here. Well, that sure is my problem, having knees for hands. Well, that said, I highly advise you buy a shirt from the Ballin' Out Super Podcast. That's something you can really bend your leg to. It sure looks good, and even better that, you can pay five dollars a month to support the artists in the, in the podcast, just like my mechanical legs hold up my body. Did I not mention I don't have legs and I only have knees for hands? My life is a puzzle. Radio, good chaps. Oh, British Katie, what are you doing here? Oh wow! Pip pip, time for a clip. <laughs> This episode's title is Even the Universe's Gods Are Appalled The Lose and Perish Tournament of Power Isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Mate (laughs) Thanks Katie Oh fucking do you mate (laughs) Oh my mobile Got nicked outside the Tesco (laughs) 
Katie, you've changed so much since you went abroad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go back to me flat now. <laughs> Katie, we're still recording. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. Uh, and you can hear the door open, so you know she left. Uh, wow, it's pretty wow. offensive that you guys just bring Katie in here to read the titles. I know. <laughs> it's a it's a, a, a display of a, a sexual dynamics, you know, like gender <laughs> dynamics. Just like the, the oppressive hand of the patriarch. This, this is just like the news. <laughs> All right, well, since Katie has left, Alex, why don't you take us through the episode? Okay, so we did go through the really ridiculous and long episode name. Um, it's the beginning of the Tournament of Power, everyone. Everyone. As we recall, Goku uh, bothered and nagged the gods of the world to set up this tournament, and uh, their angel came to Supreme Kai's planet to announce that it was officially started. We don't know his name. I'm just going to call him the Angel Guy. <laughs> the Angel Guy is explaining to everyone that uh, he's, a, uh, he's like a Joe Pesci Weiss. Yeah, no, he's, he's like small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's kind of threatening. Yeah, you oh, take his, him seriously. His voice is so much deeper in the English dub than in the Japanese. It's a bit like listen here. Yeah, yeah. Tournament of power coming. He's way more optimistic. He's way more like happier sounding. Whereas in the yeah. Japanese version, he's like. Ah! That's <laughs> what everybody sounds like in the Japanese Dragon Ball. It's just a sample of that Who song. Come <laughs> aside. Um, yeah, so he's really talking our ears off. Who's there? We got Goku. We got Whis. We got Beerus. We got Supreme Kai. We got Kabito. They're all on Supreme Kai's parent uh, planet. We le- parrot. Could you imagine what would that be like? Um, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we learned the Tournament of Power is going to be held in the Null Realm, where there is no time or space, which sounds a lot like, you know, just what we understand space to be now, but that's besides the point. Um, uh, then he says, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but because Goku is here and he did start the whole thing, uh, if you lose the Tournament of Power... Uh, Grand Zeno will erase your universe from existence. And so it's at this point, they all kind of like facepalm and they look at Goku and they say, wow, epic fail, Goku. (laughs) You're going to genocide 11 universes, (laughs) no matter how this turns out. And then Goku's like... like, Guess hustlers win or something. <laughs> this, this is the this is the moment of the series where Goku becomes the antagonist of the series, right? Oh, right! All the blood is on his hands. This is like the <laughs> Jurassic Park moment where he becomes John Hammond, and like this is his moment where everyone's like, "All of our problems have been your fault all along." Oh, do you mean Wayne Knight? No, John Hammond. John Hammond? Oh, okay. In the original uh, Jurassic Park. Don Dra- Draper, John Hamm. John uh, I was Hamm, thinking yeah. of John Hamm, and that must be the new one. That was like, oh, you mean Wayne Knight, because he <laughs> snuck in and he gets acid spit in his face. Newman from Seinfeld. Yes, Newman. yes, yes, yes. No, I mean uh, John Hammond, the old guy who runs the park, mm-hmm. and the whole time he's seen as this like benevolent guy who's like just curious about dinosaurs, but the whole thing is his fault all along. And that's what this is now, is Goku fucked everybody. Yeah, he's bad. He, he's a monster. He's a madman. And he doesn't even like even when he finds out what the stakes are, he's still like too optimistic about it. Yeah. Like even if every one of those universes only has one earth-sized planet and nothing else in it. 
Like, we're still talking about a trillion people who will die by the end of this. And it's so much more yeah. than that because it's a whole universe for everyone. Yeah. We're talking dog universe. We're talking mm. clown universe. <laughs> we're talking elephant face but human body universe. <laughs> All of them are at risk now because of this uh, uh, the fucking rubber duck ass Goku showing up. <laughs> I mean, not at risk, going to die. Going to die. we know that Goku yeah. is the main character of the show, and our Earth will not be erased by oh, the end of this. Su- surprise dark ending, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the, new, the new protagonists are Clown Universe. <laughs> with their robot sidekick universe. <laughs> That's just the intro to the show now. (laughs) Okay, so we find out uh, there's an incredible loss of life coming up, and everyone's pretty shell-shocked by that. And then the angel also says, oh, and just because we want to see a warm-up, because like the little time Grand Zeno that Goku got from the future hasn't seen a tournament for some reason, Um, even though there's only a very small difference in the amount of time that he was fetched comparatively, and so also you'd think like he would have seen something but uh uh he wants to see universe seven and nine in a preliminary tournament called the zeno expo and in terms of just word attractiveness or like branding mm-hmm. good name mm-hmm. a lot of shared letters a lot of shared sounds it's just you want to go to the zeno expo <laughs> bring your monster truck to zeno expo yeah you gotta agree We've got tiny god. We've got <laughs> we got regular sized god. <laughs> and in the corner, it's dog boys. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> um so Goku realizes that he was bad and feels sad and uh uh, Beerus says that there's no time to be sad and he has to go get a team of three fighters to fight in the Zeno Expo. And so they were saying that and I was immediately thinking Vegeta. Vegeta, Vegeta, oh, yeah. Vegeta, Vegeta. Yes, of course. Vegeta, yes. Vegeta. Versace. Uh, <laughs> you, you gotta go get Vegeta. You gotta go get him. And so Goku's thinking the same thing. And this is so important that I do feel like you should be putting aside things in your life for this tournament if you're one of the strongest fighters in the universe. Yes. Vegeta has suddenly grown a like domestic conscience because Bulma is pregnant and he's about to be a father and so he can't go fight in the tournament of gods. Which is interesting because every parent I've ever talked to in my life has said that the second kid is kind of less exciting. Right. Well, maybe he really fucked up for the first one. (laughs) Like, maybe he really wasn't around. Oh, they did say that earlier in the series, didn't they? That he wasn't there for the first one. Wasn't he just training in that ship the entire time? (laughs) Trunks was being born? You were beating a doll that looked like a boy for months. (laughs) Hoping you had one of your own. Uh, Yeah, but instead he's, you know, fully taken on a, uh, 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 like, feminist perspective. He's saying, like, things like, we're pregnant. <laughs> and neither of us drink now. It's off the. It's off limits for both of us. Yeah, and like that's T sis. He's saying that's yeah. T sis. <laughs> and if you like that, listen to the Patreon episode this week because it's going to be said a lot of times in a row. <laughs> well, also, I think Vegeta has low key uh, daddy issues with uh, mm. with old King Vegeta. Is Expand. It? Well, because he just treats him. 
like shits and stuff. Now, Daddy... He's I mean, also King, named after a planet. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> and his dad has the same name. And King Vegeta is just Vegeta with a beard. I've always thought that was very disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's, I think he's like, oh, you know, I got to raise these kids. So I'm going to beat Trunks up so he gets strong. <laughs> I will name my daughter Earth. <laughs> Princess Earth. <laughs> yeah, wait, why doesn't Vegeta have more like stupid, backwards cultural ideas from his warrior planet? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to name the kid Earth and he like only drinks Soylent or something. Why, why isn't every person on this planet named after a plant? <laughs> I don't get it. It's stupid. <laughs> Also, I bet domestic abuse is rampant on planet Vegeta before oh, that shit's blown oh, up. Are you kidding? With the warrior people? Oh my uh, goodness. Use your words. They must smell so bad. They all smell bad and they wear those weird pointy shoulders everywhere. Oh. Everybody looks like an Under Armour planet. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's constantly bumping shoulders on the streets. <laughs> Yeah, and then they turn on each other as like a British, uh, the British uh, 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 cheeky mate fight. Well, also when they yeah, t- it's a cheeky mate fight. The, the giant giant gorilla fights that happened. Yes, <laughs> yes, the, yes. Any yes. Of the infrastructure is still intact on Planet Vegeta. They have, a, <laughs> they have a police force that's always giant apes <laughs> <laughs> just stomping on you with the bottom of the foot like they do. Um, okay, so Vegeta gives a hard pass on the tournament. In his defense, Goku does not explain that their universe's mm. life is at stake for this. So, uh, uh, Vegeta's like learning how to speak uh, 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 the language of a caring father. Goten and Trunks are fighting next to them. And uh, Vegeta goes, like, Why don't you go get your son or whatever to Goku? And he immediately looks at Goten and goes, Oh, he's 10 years old. There's <laughs> no way I could get him to fight. Oh, this is the first time I'm actually ever thinking of the fact that somebody may be too young to fight in a martial arts. Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Literally never came Wait, up before. This isn't the cell games. <laughs> I can't bring a 10 year old. <laughs> oh, wait, I have an adult son. I've completely blocked out of my life. Let's go check with him. So Goku flies over to Gohan's house. Gohan is busy uh, doing uh, Microsoft Excel. <laughs> he takes a hard pause and he's like, Yeah, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> oh, big tournament no i'm gonna take a pass on that whoa 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 what everyone will die (laughs) gohan shows the restraint and uh despair appropriate to the situation which is really refreshing because everybody else has kind of just you know they played along with it like the gods are upset but they're always kind of upset they're kind of like greek and dramatic like that gohan is very concerned and he thinks about it on like uh 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 real politics uh, 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 like uh, TV drama level where the first thing he hears is like we can't let the public know there's a tournament there will be chaos in the streets trade will stop <laughs> he immediately thinks he's the architect and it's like look go put on your robe bitch <laughs> That's why we asked you to be here, okay? And then he tries to get out by checking with his wife, and he's like, I don't think Videl will let me go. And Videl's like, I think it'd be fun to do a tournament. <laughs> I think I'd actually be attracted to you again if you did this. <laughs> I'll stop sleeping with the neighbor. <laughs> uh, so that plot's kind of wrapped up there because Gohan really has no excuses not to do it and he's concerned for uh, the economic well-being of his state <laughs> and so he's got to go and do the tournament. Uh, luckily right then they think who are they going to get for their third one? Vegeta's obvious choice. Majin Buu and Hercule walk down the streets, our old friends, and we're <laughs> thinking wow, 
you got to get Majin Buu on this team. And so they do. And so they do, and there's really not a whole lot to talk about there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hercule has to bring him because he only listens to Hercule. Hercule's like when you get like the you know great boxer who's kind of crazy, but they need like their hype man coach who's like you know like don't do it for me, dog. Do it for Powerade. <laughs> do it for the sponsors at home. <laughs> Got to look at this fight like a chocolate bar, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know Mike Tyson had those people in his circle, and that's who Majin Buu has. And Majin Buu is a goddamn... He's going to eat your heart and eat your children, you know? Praise be Allah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the fighter you want in their team. I'm ecstatic he's back in the show. Um, so they take them to the Null Dimension. What's it called? The Null Realm. The Null Realm. The Null Realm, everyone's there. All the gods are there. Uh, Goku... Majin Buu, they bring Hercule because you got to rabble up your Majin Buu when you Mm -hmm. need him. Gohan's there and he's wearing glasses because he thinks he's a Mia Khalifa looking ass. Uh, (laughs) Because she wears glasses, but she's athletic. And that's what I mean by that. Uh, (laughs) Sure. Yes. Do you you think your audience will know who Mia Khalifa is? I don't think there's anyone in the world who doesn't know who Mia Khalifa is. is. Really? No idea. Oh, yeah? No, I was just joking. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, even Damien just assumed. She's uh, maybe the world's most famous porn star right now, and she retired to just uh, announce sports because she got so much money off of doing like six videos. I don't yeah. think I know the name of any porn star. Well, really? if you knew one, it would be this one, so <laughs> apparently not. Ugh, this fucking white knight over yeah. here. Yeah, oh my Ugh. goodness. Uh, I've never come before. Uh. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know what glasses are. <laughs> Listen, I am MGTOW, and we all know this. <laughs> Jeremy's too busy going his own way to know about popular I'm culture. just trying to focus on gaming right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so they're in the Null Realm. The tournament's about to start. In my head, I'm thinking, we're not going to see anything good this episode. And that's when the dog universe shows up. <laughs> yes, okay, let's spend half an hour on this. At least an additional five hours on the dog universe. <laughs> So the dogs are, (laughs) they are three humanoid dog characters who are so hunky, it's unbelievable. And they each have different faces, too. Like, one's like the cocky one, and one's like the smart one. They all look like Star Fox in their own separate ways. (laughs) Yes, they're incredibly masculine dogs. You know what it is? It's like the, uh, the Disney Robin Hood. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You ever yeah, like? Yeah. You ever talk to like strong jaws? <laughs> That's a lot of it. They have snouts and strong jaws, and like a really like sly smirk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a little bit yeah. too attractive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't looking. I undid three of your buttons. <laughs> but also keep in mind, I'm a dog. Rob <laughs> from the rich and give to me. <laughs> oh, ba- oh, basil. <laughs> <laughs> Rob from the rich and give to the horny. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they're there. You do see the other universes like Elephant Universe and Clown Universe. They're all there. Uh, and the angel guy comes back and he's like, hey everyone, I need everyone to stand for the pledge. <laughs> We're having a tournament of power and uh, just gotta give one out to one big one to the troops who made this all possible. <laughs> Gohan kneels and everybody looks at him with disdain. <laughs> <laughs> You're too cowardly to join yourself.
yourself, Gohan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Goku talks through all of the important ceremonies because he's a dumbass, and then he eventually gets yelled at by an official, and that felt like kind of a real moment in a way I appreciate it. <laughs> I thought that was like something tangible and upsetting. Um <laughs> Anyway, we're going to essentially skip past that because there's like a lot of chatteroo and uh, pomp and circumstance <laughs> before we get to these goddamn dog fights. <laughs> uh, also, they really glossed over this, but the Supreme Kai of Dog Universe is Michael Vick. <laughs> and I thought that was like Damn it. too I soon. I was waiting for the opening for the Michael Vick show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit too soon for him. Seemed I didn't really think important. that was cool. He's encouraging the dogs to fight, is what I'm saying. And so he sends out Basil, his reddest dog. <laughs> Basil, who looks like he could really swing some dick around. <laughs> enters the ring and uh, Earth throws out Majin Buu after waking him up with a candy bar and then Buu kind of lies on the ground while this red hunky dog just kicks the shit out of him (laughs) for two full minutes and uh, it's cool though because we know the deal with Buu he's made of bubble gum and he bounces around and then he turns you into candy (laughs) and um, I'm frankly excited for the next episode I really am Yeah. yeah I was really disappointed that it ended it ends with it looks at Buu and he gives a little smirk because he's like I love getting my ass pounded <laughs> <laughs> nothing I like better in the world okay. also, also Boo's a huge fan of dogs yes yes yeah, he, he plays dogs. with a real dog he I wonder is, if I he's know. ever confused about like <laughs> wait so is it are they all talking dogs <laughs> why is the president a dog but I know a normal dog <laughs> why does my dog never drop the ball from his mouth <laughs> is, he always is this a Pluto goofy situation <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm a pink monster. All right, let's rate the episode. Dooney Mail, get out of here. Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. Um, Liked it a lot. Promising beginning for a promising arc. I loved the dogs and meeting all the gods. A lot of talking. Um, I'm going to give it... Five out of seven Dragon Balls? Five out of Maybe seven. Maybe it's a bit much, but I'm just excited for where it's going. All right, Damien, out of seven Dragon Balls. I was going to say five, too, because I think it's uh, it's a setup episode. Those have to happen. You know that? You got to have them. You got to have yeah. a setup episode. You got to have them. Uh-huh. But uh, some funny moments. We got, we got some uh, Vegeta's like, I'm waiting for my daughter. Uh, <laughs> <that's>, uh, <laughs> you know, that's some funny stuff. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, and then, you know, some promise of dog fights. <laughs> So it's good. <laughs> Vegeta just listening to With Arms Wide Open by yeah. Creed on yeah. repeat. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to go against the grain a little bit. I'm going to say six out of seven Dragon Whoa. Balls. My and- heavens, that's an additional Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was almost a great episode. I think it was really close. It didn't have any beams, and that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, that's going to hold you back. But I think in terms of like setup episodes for this series, this is 100% the best one. I'm excited for where it's going. I'm actually, <laughs> yeah, genuinely excited to see the next episode. I want to see these dogs fucking fight and then love, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, days of war, nights of love. That's what I want to see. <laughs> it's not the tournament of sex. It's the tournament of power. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do an email. It's time for Dragon It's time for Dragon Mail. It's time for Dragon Mail. It's time for Dragon Mail. 
All right, let's uh, do it. I, I hope it's not it? a sad one. Been... Yeah, I would love for you to read it. <laughs> I've been talking so uh... much. <laughs> All right. This is from uh, previous writer Alex Pontois. Oh, Monsieur. Mm-hmm. Bonsoir, Pontois. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you dorks. Longtime listener, second time emailer. First of all, thank you for making this show. In my first letter, I wrote about how your podcast helped me survive the anxiety and angst of office life in the late capitalist hellscape. That hasn't changed. Oh, sorry about that, dude. <laughs> I, I thought we enjoy- fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I still enjoy the heck out of you hate watching a thing that we all kind of love and hate. <laughs> this is a footnote for uh, Late Capitalist Hellscape. Man, thinking about this era bummed me out. I had trouble deciding between Late Capitalist, Pre-Apocalyptic, or Neo-Fascist, and I went with the most optimistic. I'm still depressed. Good choice. Moving on. <laughs> now that I am good and morose, let's get down to business, you nerds. I really want to buy your IWW shirt. But I'm actually in the IWW, and I'm worried that my fellow Wobblies would think. Any advice? Also, if y'all want to join the Wobblies Do Good Work and organizing around work and labor is one of the last few ways that non-billionaires can still have their voices heard these days. Signed, Alex. Do you have any advice about him wearing his IWW shirt around real IWW I mean, they'd like it, right? Because it's like a play on their thing. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's definitely not like antagonistic. No, it's very fun. I would love to join a union. I have no skills. <laughs> I think it would be great. It would be very beneficial for me. <laughs> Please write in by sending me back in time to learn how to do things. Uh, so then I emailed him back, actually, uh, and I asked him to tell us a little bit about the IWW and what they're doing these days and if he could relate it in any way to Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm excited is, for this. This is our response email. I'm happy to give some info about the IWW. The modern and historical IWW is about solidarity across industries and borders, about being there for everyone, down to the least protected workers. That means helping workers when they're being exploited and standing up with them so that they are treated better. Some stuff the IWW has been up to lately... Uh, supporting the ongoing prison strikes since August 21st. The IWOC is currently the biggest group of members within the IWW. Uh, I heard there were wobblies involved in the West Virginia teachers' strike, although I'm not sure to what extent. That's teachers, sis. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, oh, and Stardust out in NYC. It was Wobblies that helped organize them as well. I can talk about what our branch is doing locally. We're setting up public free breakfasts in our town for food insecure people, and also to have a free community space because having community outside of capitalism is a radical act in the 21st century. We are also working on both setting up education about how to organize workplaces and also are doing some organizing ourselves. I mean it when I say that this is a good organization and that organizing around the well-being of workers and working class issues is powerful. It can bring in folks that wouldn't ordinarily think of themselves as leftists and also being able to withhold our labor as a group is one of the most effective ways to challenge plutocracy. Uh, Also, when we try to improve our lives as workers, everyone is a worker. Unemployed folks are workers, disabled folks are workers, incarcerated folks are workers, caregivers for family and children are workers, everyone except bosses are workers. (laughs) I knew about this part. Does he, like, write the copy for their website? This is very well written. I'm impressed. Uh, As for the IWW and Dragon Ball, (laughs) I can think of a few things. Number one, the original bylaws of the IWW are based on a translation of an old Chinese story called Journey to the West. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
I don't think that's true. That can't possibly be true. I'm just imagining like 19th century white guys being like, I heard of a Chinese tale. Want well, to organize that... shoemakers around it? I had heard that the, the nickname Wobblies came from uh, a Chinese mispronunciation of IWW. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it came from uh, when your dick like just came, and then it's, <laughs> it's like long but soft. This is wobbly. It's wobbly. Uh, later revisions of the bylaws are just pages and pages of screaming while workers are powering up. <laughs> okay, so it was a joke. Uh, number two, like the Z-Boys, the Wobblies were subjected to pretty horrific violence. Unlike the Z-Boys, the Wobblies have been unsuccessful in finding the Dragon Ball, so everyone remained dead once killed. <laughs> yes, that's true. And number three, like Dragon Ball in the late aughts, the IWW were less relevant for a while. But like Dragon Ball, the IWW are now a big enough deal to get talked about on your podcast. <laughs> That's a good get. <laughs> You're now on a small podcast. <laughs> Labor is growing in America. <laughs> Remember when you guys stopped the national train uh, industry? <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> All right, let's close this thing out. Plugs, Alex. Uh, I just want to say thank you for the email, and at the risk of sounding like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, that's radical. Um, my plugs this week. Uh, I'm going to be out of town because I'm getting married like a goddamn slut. What? So uh, you could come to my weekly show... Um, any week, and I will plug that. Bad news, it's a comedy show at 7 on Sundays at Sing Sing on Ave A and 5th. It's really fun, and it's a fun time, and you dress up, and you do jokes, and there's uh, you make new jokes, and there's a video, and it's fun. Just come on out. <laughs> Damien. Oh, man. Um, I guess I'm on social media. Damien Holmes with two S's at the end. Um, why are there two S's at the end? Man, there's another Damien Holmes. He's an architect. Oh, that fucking sucks. He got, he got ahead of me. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. started the architect business before I started this. Hey, you type in Damien Holmes comedy and his funny houses show up? Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> they're, they're in, I'll tell you what. They are funny houses. <laughs> they are, there's some really funny buildings in there. He's from the clown universe. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I hate workers. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder and check out my other podcast, uh, Podmas Cast Night. We talk about metal and it's uh, often fun. Yes, oftentimes it's fun. I've been listening to it and just taking uh, a list of all the music you guys say you like so that I can listen to new music and then be made fun of less. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super!